Um, in terms of injuries or COVID within the camp, any updates? Uh, only that Maxwell's making good progress. Uh, he's back in the building. Uh, no COVID at this time of any um, concern. Um, a couple in the club at general, but not the, the first team group. It's good to hear. Um, two Premier League games on Boxing Day have just gone. Um, does that concern you about your one against Everton? Well, I think we're all concerned on the, you know, whether games are going to get played, um, seemingly due to the, the way it's spreading. Um, at this time, it doesn't seem there's as big a health risk, which is good. Um, but obviously, it's still got, we've still got to follow the protocols via the country first and the Premier League, of course. Um, so we'll wait and see what comes of it. But I think all games at this moment will be considered a doubt just purely because of the way the numbers are changing. And the way that it is spreading as the manager of the club, would you prefer it to be moved to another date or just carry on until we can't? No, I think carry on until you can't. I think, you know, we've all experienced the, the backlog, or not the backlog, the, the, the rescheduling last season and it affects players. You know, it's cramming games together, et cetera, et cetera. It can be tough on players and injuries and all sorts of different reasons. Um, so I think if you can get games played, then we do so. Um, They'll obviously, uh, for sort of fairness over the season, there's probably going to be a period later on in the season where we have to full catch up. Um, the Premier League will have, possibly have to look at that um, to give it its fair kind of finish to the season at some point. But I think at this stage, I think everyone wants as much football to be played as possible as long as it's safe to do so. The Premier League meeting of the managers at four o'clock today. Um, as one of the 20 managers, what are you hoping to come out of this? I'm open to learn from the people involved and say, right, OK, where's everyone at with it? Because, you know, you can't, I won't have the decision, that's for sure. It'll be a collective, I'm sure, on any, anything that's uh, put on the table. Um, specialists as well, giving, giving reasons. And, and so I think it's more about asking some questions, getting some answers and, you know, finding out the best way forward. I think everyone wants that. Um, you know, is it, everyone's searching, all managers, all people involved with football are all looking for the best way forward. The captains are also meeting. Have you had a chance to speak to Ben Mee about the points he may put across for the team? No, no. No, he's sensible enough to uh, make his decisions via the group. I think that's important. Um, you know, I, I trust my group. I trust their views. I'm sure they've fed back to him anything that they uh, wish to, for him to ask. Um, but I think equally, he'll be, he'll be listening and finding out the views of, of all the others. Just a couple more from me. There's um, a few reports online that... Burnley have asked the Ivory Coast to maybe take Maxwell Corney a week later than... Well, Burnley. let me interrupt you there. If they're online, they are definitely true. OK, but no, in shut terms of you, as you being the manager, would you, whether they're true or not, would you like to keep Max another week because it means he can play two more games? No, you? definitely not. We'll send him back as quick as we can. OK. Um, Everton at home on Boxing Day, what threat do they pose to you? Well, uh, they've had a bit of a topsy-turvy time, started very well uh, at a quiet period, but they're, they're a good outfit. We know some of their individual players. They've got a very, very experienced manager. Um, I think all Premier League teams are a threat. They, you know, We've had a few lean spells. We're still coming through a spell that, to get wins rather than draws. It can happen, but you can bounce out at any time. So I think we've got to be aware um, that they're still a good outfit. And I think you know, we've got to be on, on guard of that and make sure we're performing. Is it unfair the criticism Rafa Benitez seems to get following uh, his time at Everton so far? It's irrelevant what I think, whether it's fair or unfair. The world decides nowadays, you know, it's not about what I think, it's just the reality of the job. Um, whether it's fair or not, it's for other people to decide. There's a lot of talk about these fixtures on Boxing Day, but is it kind of a bit nicer the fact that you will be at home, you won't have to travel far to a game? 
Well, I think it's helpful. Um, you know, we want to we want to be at Turf Moor. We want to get our fans in, providing it's it's right to do so, of course. And yeah, I mean, you know, we we the fixture list has been a bit kinder to us this year with a, a sort of day in between extra. Um, so that is a bit more favourable. Obviously, we would have liked to have played the last two games. That couldn't be done. So now we look forward to the games coming up. And just finally from me, how will the Christmas look like at the Dyche household? Uh, Christmas will look like uh, presents, eat some food. Believe it or not, I know this is going to shock you. Um, then relax and then watch some TV. Great. Well, that's all from me. Have a great Christmas. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Jake Robson, PLP. Afternoon, Sean. Um, I hope you're well. Um, apologies um, if you've been asked this already, but um, having missed a couple of matches, Pili and Sydney, are you just looking forward to getting back to play? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I spoke to a couple of the players um, uh, around the training ground and, and coming off the training pitch and their thoughts and stuff. And, you know, it's one of them strange things about football. It's, um, you know, football when, when you're playing and, and, you know, things are not... Um, as, as you'd like, you, you kind of there's a there's an edge to it, there's a nervousness, but equally when it's not there, you miss it. So I think the players have missed a couple of games. You know, not just um, the fact of what it counts for, but actually just playing. I think being out there playing and and you do miss it. See, you know, especially after we've had the period without fans in the stadiums. I think now fans are back in and the adrenaline it brings and the performances that you want to bring for yourself and your team. Um, like I say, football can be a stressful business, but when it's gone away, trust me, you miss it. And, you know, I think the players will be, will be ready to play. Let's put it that way. Obviously, because of the games that you've missed, it now means that you, you've got either one or two games in hand over sort of the teams around you. Do you actually think, firstly, does it help you now and, and actually might it help you further down the line when, when, all's, when, when all's kind of settled? I've never really been bothered about that sort of stuff because at the end of the day, it, it is what it is, quite honest, quite obviously, sorry. You know, the, the games have been called off. Uh, we, we will have um, games waiting for us to catch up. It's just what it is. So each challenge that comes in football, you know, some, excuse me, some are from things you can do better yourself. Some are from the outside forces of what's going on. So therefore, whatever comes our way, we have to manage it. We have to deal with it. We have to prepare for it. And that's what we look to do. And just lastly, I know a lot has been made of, the run that you've been on or perhaps the, the, the points that you have uh, at, at this stage, but you've kind of been very uh, consistent in the fact that actually you've been playing well and that you, you firmly believe results will come. So actually in terms of, obviously it's not a situation you'd like to be in, but you're, you're sort of quietly confident still at this stage. I never lack confidence in, in myself, my staff and the team. Um, but confidence doesn't win your games. You know, confidence is, is, a, is that mythical quality that we all search for. Some find it easier to be confident than others. Um, but the fact of the matter is it, it comes with performing, it comes with getting results and it helps rather. It should be there anyway. I think, you know, you can't be in the Premier League, can't be a Premier League football unless you've got an inner confidence and an inner resilience um, and borderline a touch of arrogance to go into a stadium and play in the money you need to to be a Premier League footballer. Building on top of that comes from performances. So... I don't think we lack that. I think dealing with the details, you know, confirming to ourselves how we can perform to win games, I think that's the next step. Um, but I think confidence is intact. I think belief is intact. Fitness is definitely intact. Tactical understanding, we've got a, a group who are knowledgeable in the Premier League and the details are so, so important. So I think I continue to harp on about them because it's the reality of what we're doing and what we're looking to do. OK, thank you very much. Best of luck as well. On thank you. Boxing. Thanks. Thanks, Jake. Dan Joel, BBC Radio Lancashire. Seasonally appropriate tidings. How are you? 
Birdie, how are you going? Not so bad, thank good, you. Good, good. Um, on postponements, obviously players will be keen to, to play, as you've said. When you were a player, and from working with players all these years, is it a difficult thing when you've kind of had all that build up and got yourself in the right place and maybe you've got the sort of nervous energy going a little bit and then you don't have the outlet at the end of it of a game? There can be, um, you know, sometimes the next day it can be a bit flat and everyone's kind of gone up for it and then there's an oddness. Um, you know, more in my day, to be honest, you know, the, the change in the, the stadiums, the pitches, particularly at this level, because I mainly played championship and below, were more like bad weather, icy pitches and stuff like that. But they're still, we still had a number of games called off. Um, and yeah, there's normally just that bit of, um, you know, kind of flatness because you've got yourself up for it emotionally, you know, the instincts, the anxiety that comes, the stress, but also the, the pleasure that you get from playing, um, the challenge of it. And when that goes away at the drop of a hat, then it is a bit more frustrating. If it's called off earlier, don't forget, that's a different thing. But I'm really referencing the games we've had recently, particularly the Villa game, which called off literally, you know, a couple of hours. Uh, we'd already done a pre-match meal, pre-match meeting, et cetera, et cetera. Or sorry, going, getting ready for the pre-match meeting. Um, and Watford kind of similar, slightly earlier, but the same kind of thinking. So, you know, I think that does sort of bring just that edge off it when you're, when you're up for the game, if you like, and then it goes away. Um, but like I say, if it's called off a bit earlier, I don't think it has a massive effect, only on the, the juggling of the planning for the next game that's coming. <coughs> Excuse me. It feels a daft thing to ask, but... It, you're the right person. Lifetime. Yeah, right person, absolutely. Um, when we're talking about... Managers are talking about player welfare and the schedule and being asked to play lots of games. But from your point of view... How long do you have to go without playing a game before you have to consider perhaps a bit of rustiness coming in, perhaps a bit of, of almost having to condition players? Well, I think, the forget about COVID, the, the question mark of, of players playing a lot of games, that's been there for donkey's years. Um, that comes around every year. So on this occasion, obviously, COVID's adding to that with games being called off. Um, but I don't think that's a new question. It's just different circumstances for that question. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, on the back of that, the, 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 the game schedule will come round, we get on with it, we take it as it comes, we plan for it. I mean, you, you know, it does, it, all it does is pushes it, pushes it slightly out of kilter, that's all. And, and they're going to come round again. So the next thing you look for is the scheduling of the games. Um, we've still got to fit games in. So I don't know, we're, we're, we're working as we go, we're working as the world keeps changing or the country keeps changing at the moment um, and waiting for big decisions to be made. Is going a period without playing though, when we when we get to like you know weeks without playing, is that a consideration kind of the other way? Yeah, sorry, I, I forgot to answer the second part of your question about the rustiness. Yeah, it, it comes. I mean, so you know, two in a week slightly different because you know you you you've a, a normal week, let's say, wouldn't have a midweek game in the Premier League. I mean, we had lots last year, but generally speaking, um, but you get two, and then you come around to the third, then you have to start looking at. You know, if, if, for example, the Everton game was, was off, you'd, you'd start looking for, OK, well, how do we then manufacture a game? Because if you imagine at the minute, because of the COVID situation, it's not like you can just get a team in from any division and we go and play, because obviously lots of COVID situations, lots of um, uh, being careful and careful planning and, and the rules, and now we're trying to adhere to them. So therefore, you have to sort of manufacture your group. And if you've got a couple of injuries as well, you're often manufacturing a group that maybe a few youngsters are playing in and it kind of is trying to get the reality of a game. That's my point. Um, that's the bit where you might get just that little edge comes off when you're not, you know, you're thrust back into the Premier League if you've had a spell without games. On the other hand, don't forget, a lot of the players have international breaks and therefore you don't get them games. So 
you know, if you, if you pre-frame it slightly differently and you imagine it's kind of like a, an international break, but don't forget you have got your players here rather than some going away, then, you know, I think you get on with it. I just think the next one comes around, you've got to be ready regardless. So the teams might have games off as well, don't forget. So everyone will probably, not every, no, not everyone, because some will go through this and find their games will be on. But I think you'll find over the coming weeks or certainly over the, this week, I think there'll be more games off. That caution you refer to there and, you know, safety first kind of thing with the football side of things, does that creep into your non-football life? Are you more cautious at the moment knowing how big a problem this is and what a knock-on it can have? Do you know, the, the hardest thing, I think, and I've discussed this um, with the players, I've discussed it with the Premier League as well, the Premier League rules, you know, are really, really strict compared to the rules that are out there. The hardship is there's still human beings. I've said that, me included, we're all human beings. It's Christmas Friends want to see you, family want to see you, they want to try and do something, not everyone's cup of tea, but some, I mean, obviously forgetting how much it's changed over the last few weeks, but people go out for Christmas dinner and stuff like that, or they go and see friends Christmas Eve. We've still got to live our lives. We're just trying to maybe just keep our eye on things a bit more. And the other thing about it, looking at it just logically, is you, you know what it's like, you presuppose, we all play that game if, you know, people have had COVID, where, oh, I must have got it there, but... From what the scientists tell us, it's not like that. You could get it from anywhere at any time. You know, you could touch something, you could rub your eye, you're going to pay for your petrol, you press the keypad or whatever it might be. You know, there's no rule so far from what we know. It just kind of, you know, you could get it from any situation. Of course, in balance to that, there's certain situations you'd try not to be in. You know, you would if you're in a, I don't know, you pop out for a drink or your dinner or whatever. You hope it's not a crammed place or a crowded place or whatever. Um, just for the fact that that might help a little bit. But from what we know from the science um, we get and the, the doctor's views, it's not as simple as saying you will not get it if you do all that. It's suggesting that if you don't do all that, you've got a lesser chance. So all we're trying to do is manage the chances, really. But, but without shutting people's lives down. You know, they've still, still got families, still got lives, still got loved ones who, who want to spend some version of Christmas and the best version they can um, and just try and, you know be as safe as possible, like everyone's trying to be. And, and you've been saying for years that outside of the top four, five, six in the Premier League, everybody has a spell that's not a good spell necessarily. Is that where Everton are at the moment? Is that inevitable? I'm not saying it's inevitable, but you usually find that the, apart from the super-powered teams, that teams have a spell. And they started very, very well, don't forget. You know, superb start, really. Um, you know, a couple of their performances have, have come away from that, been a bit indifferent, but that can happen. Um, you know, we, we take everyone seriously. It's not, it's not all about form. It's about the realities of your situation, how you're performing. Excuse me. You know, you can be aware of the opposition as we have to be. Um, we, we always try and focus on ourselves. We've got to focus on ourselves, particularly a home game um, in front of our fans, to get the best possible outcome. Christmas film of choice? Oh. Oh, the new, um, I haven't seen it yet. The, the one on Sky is meant to be good at the minute. Um, oh, Michael, uh, Martin Sheen. Can't think what it's called, but that's getting good reviews. I haven't seen that one. Um, usually Miracle on 34th Street would be the, the new version, not the original version. That would be a go-to when the kids were a bit younger, to be fair. Have a good one, thank you. And you. Thanks, Doug. Alex Howell, BBC. Hi, Sean. Hiya. I think you're thinking of a, a boy called Christmas, I think is the film. No, no, it's the woman who's travelling on the train. Um, Express? What? 
No, Pirates, no, that's right? good though. That's good. Bit dark though, that. Little bit dark for me, that. But it's a good film. No, um, does anyone know it? It's just that was it. That's Last it. Train to Christmas, sorry, my skyhead. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Last Train to Christmas. Apparently, I've only heard on the way, I'm a bit of a film buff. Um, apparently, that's very good. So I might, I might try and get that at some point. My kids are a bit older now, to be honest. They'll probably be on a gadget somewhere, but I might try and watch it. I'll have to give it a go. Um, just, just to touch on the player welfare there, is it something you think needs to be done, spoken about more? Is that, what do you feel about it? Uh, well, I think there's a lot in place. I mean, I think the Premier League are trying. Um, you know, the, the amount of testing, the amount of protocols. We're, you know, if you think about the reality of, um, in, in you know, practical terms, testing in the morning, uh, not allowed to go into the building until your test is clear, and then being asked to wear a mask even though you've been tested. I don't presume that that's normal in most people's lives. Um, of the obvious things that we're all trying to do, wash your hands, you know, and um, disinfect your hands and all that kind of things. Uh, disinfecting the training ground on a regular basis. Um, you know, I think, I think the guidelines are there to try and um, bring the, the safest possible environment. Um, I, 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 I'm, like, I, I'm not a specialist in this, but I don't know what else you can do. I, I'm not savvy enough or not um, uh, science or doctor based enough. Uh, medical based enough sorry to to know if there is any more we can do other than the rules that everyone's getting told you know and apply common sense where you can i mean my one of my family members had it and and i i stepped away from the family you know didn't go home for a, for an extra day to make sure i didn't bring it back that's just a common sense thing it's not about um anything other you know and and I'd like to think most people would do the same it's it's difficult because you want to see your family of course and your kids especially but you know if you have to step away you have to step away and then just on the safety aspect there, and then I suppose the number of games, I'm saying managers have been vocal this year about COVID and the fixture schedule. Is that something any of the players have brought up to you? I know you've had a couple no. this season. But. No, to be fair, if they did, I'd probably, like I do, probably say, you'll be fine, let's get on with it the best we can. As long as you're safe, don't get me wrong, I'm not being flippant, you know, safety's key, but I think we're doing as much as we can for players to be safe and, and hopefully everyone else is in their own worlds, whatever that world is. And uh, just finally, Sean, um, is just to touch on Maxwell, is there anything, would Burnley potentially ask for him to join up later? Uh, we've got no power over that. I've, I've been asked that before. I everyone knows the rules now. You know, FIFA made the rules. So if, they, if the country decides to call them up, that's it, they get called up. Sometimes the manager have a chat with you about it, but generally they have the ability to call them up. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Alex James, next slide. Afternoon, Sean. Hope well. Without top and you look kind of like you're in a prison cell. An old-fashioned prison, prison film, yeah. It does feel a bit in Possibly. prison sometimes working from home, doesn't it? But I uh, know I am, I am just in my house. So. Okay, all right. Um, just in the last few minutes, Rafa Benitez has been giving his, his press conference ahead of, um, ahead of this game on Boxing Day, and he said that Everton have had a request to call the game off, rejected, and that they've only got nine outfield players available. How, how difficult the situation is this with just the uncertainty that obviously you've been through with, with the Villa game and the Watford game, so to try and prepare, knowing that there's, there's half a chance, maybe even more than half a chance, that the game's going to get called off? Um, 
Yeah, I knew I knew some rumours coming out of there, but it's a bit early, I think. Um, I don't know the scientific rules of that um, as regards the body and the welfare, but it's um, a little bit early, I would suggest, because you don't know if you're testing two days in the morning of the game, whether that's gone out of the system, etc., etc. I don't know the vaccination situation of the, the Everton players. We'll find out more probably about these sort of things this afternoon um, on the manager's call. Um, I can only go if Everton have got a problem with it they'll put it into the Premier League the Premier League will look at it and they'll have to decide it but it certainly won't be my decision um, you know so that that's I'll just follow the protocols accordingly Obviously the Villa game called off at, at late notice as was Watford do you feel that that situation is going to be avoided now that the Premier League have issued a, a little bit more clarity on, on Monday around what constitutes a postponement and not and you won't find yourself back in a situation where you're, where you're off two hours before having, having had your pre-match meal and all, and all of that well, I think the clarity is difficult, isn't it? Because you can write ideas down on a piece of paper. But when it comes to the practical moment of, of someone having COVID, not having COVID, and what the rules there for a line and any given moment and who's testing and what time are you testing, because that's not easy, don't forget. So if you imagine a testing schedule, if you have a day off, then you test. Other teams have different days off because they've got different game schedules. Some teams don't have hardly any days off. Some teams have more days off. So how do you even do the testing schedule? How does that work out? When do you test? When you know? When do you? When you don't? Don't you? Um, before, if you had a PCR test two days before, even if you had it, you'd get on with it and play, unless you had symptoms, of course, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know, I mean, I don't think I, I do think it's difficult. So I do think it's difficult to lay down an exact way and decision-making process. We'll just have to wait and see what the Premier League decide with with varying situations and varying games. You know, it's going to be their decision inevitably. It's not mine. You spoke or you said you're going to speak to, as a club, speak to the Premier League about the sort of decision to call off that, that Watford game. Did you ever hear anything back? Did you raise the same? Yeah, I didn't say I was going to speak to them. I just said I'd, I'd, I requested that we had a report on the wise and wherefores for our knowledge, because we've got to understand more of, I mean, as you're suggesting, they're coming out with some kind of template, if you like, for the wise and wherefores of why a game would be off. Um, but at that time, we we didn't have any knowledge of that. So therefore, if they you know if we're asking for a report on it, they give us a report, and we go, oh, okay, right, we get it. So therefore, we can use that knowledge, you know, if if anything happens to our players. And you mentioned Maxwell was was back in the group, back training, is he? Then yeah, he's on the grass, but not with us yet. Right, okay. So, an outside chance, no chance for, for the weekend? Um, he's or? maybe, he's a maybe, but, we, you know, muscle injury, um, COVID in between. He wasn't particularly unwell, but you miss a few down, you know, you have a few down days, helps him one way with the injury, doesn't help with your fitness. So, we'll have to make a judgment call on him and see how he's feeling as well. He, he, so, he tested positive, did he, in, in between this last Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but while he was injured, so it didn't have, it didn't bear any effect, that's my point, on anyone. Um other than other than a few days off, obviously, where he couldn't come in. Yeah. Oh, Ashley Barnes still still out, I presume. Connor Roberts and Dale Stevens. Yeah, Connor. No, it's a good shout. I should have mentioned them earlier. Um, uh, Barnes is making good progress. He's he's sort of getting there. We knew it'd be a longer one, uh, but he's getting there now. Uh, Connor Roberts is still coming out of a you know a really nasty infection. Uh, Dale Stevens is is back in the building and, and going going well. So he, you know back in around it type thing. And, and just lastly, for me, a couple of other managers, I think Jurgen Klopp, Steven Gerrard, have sort of spoken about vaccination status among players being a consideration for um, potential signings and, and it being taken into account as to whether they might go for, for player X or player Y. Is that something you have any thoughts on or do you share that view? I can only share a bigger picture um, view of myself. I think uh, it's a good thing to get vaccinated. I think it's an important thing for the welfare of others, not just yourself. But... 
I'm certainly not going to start preaching about it. I think that, um, not that they are, just to be clear, but I'm not going to start talking about uh, players and whether we'd sign them or not. I just think that generally, I think it's, it's the right thing to do, not just for yourself, but for everyone. You know, the more people to get vaccinated, it suggests we'd be stronger um, to what comes around the corner if it's a uh, different variant of the virus, etc. I know it's too early yet to tell that, but... I just think it's the right thing to do, um, but it's a personal opinion and I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm not going to start telling others what to do, um, but I've certainly had all mine.